We've been talking about steps to the anointing, the importance of the anointing, the characteristics of the anointing. Now, we've mentioned that God, God, um, God's work is different from other other works that we do. Put a fan on, but on a lower temperature. That was the lowest. This is very loud. Bring the Yeah, so God, God, um, God's work is very different. It's not like um, any secular job. And so it's the anointing that is the most important quality. And God wants us to build big churches for him. He wants more souls. I'm going to go over that um, during the course of our camp. But... we have established is that it must be your desire. Once you are young now, your life must, in your lifetime, you must, you must be by God to build a church. And best time to start is now, when you are young. Now, I also s- about, um, I mentioned, I even told stories of Job Salifu, and I seven how if you don't take care, you can be around an anointing and it will not benefit you. And the first step to the anointing you know, was we were talking about vessel change. So why we are going to you know why people can be around a man of God and it's like Nothing happens to them. Their life, nothing, nothing changes because they don't allow these things to work in their in their lives. So it's not it's not the fact is that it's not about being around me or even being in among the mission house workers. You can be even close, even even if you want to come and sleep on my bed, you can sleep on my bed, but you will not get anointed through those things. Eat my food. You can get anointed through those things. There is a principle that we must follow. And the principle steps. And I told you, I give some characteristics of that. If you don't desire it, you, these things that I'm talking about is useless. You must desire the anointing. You must know that getting anointed is very difficult. It's not an easy thing. You must know all these principles. That it's not easy to get the anointing. You must desire it. You know. And don't be like Esau. As we read in Romans 9, 13. He said, Jacob have loved, Esau have hated. Because Esau was carnal. He's better. He, he didn't treat it as something that's important. Something that he can, you know, that that will bring uh, something that you know was precious. He just owes oh, nothing. 
And many of us are like Esau. We are around um, the anointing. The anointing is the is the is the, it's your birthright. You are you are fortunate to be in 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 you know, around the anointing. Meaning you have a birthright is something you get through your parentage. So you have a father, you have a mother. And so we have spiritual birthright, which is the anointing that is on their lives. But some are treating it like Jacob. Some too are treating it like Esau. They are not thirsty. They are not hungry. They don't want it. They are, oh, what is it? What is, I'm dying. I want immediate pleasure now. So because of that, many people have left their calling. Many people have you know, diverted into other secular jobs and other things. Perhaps, perhaps, maybe that wasn't it, you know. So desire the anointing. If you, if you treat, if you're around the anointing and you don't treat it well, you are, a Jacob, you are an Esau. And God says, I hate Esau, but I have loved Jacob. So we, we have, um, we've talked about all those things. So now that you know that you need the anointing to do the work of God, you need the anointing. It is anointing. And I told you that the anointing is not oil being poured on you. It's the Holy Ghost coming upon you and being with you and being in you. That's, that's when you say you are anointed. The Holy Ghost is, is on you like how you physically smear oil on you. That's how the Holy Ghost is on an anointed person. That's why you must be careful when you are dealing with anointed people. Because it's different to differentiate like right now, if you've put cocoa butter on yourself, maybe the smell would indicate to people that you've got cocoa butter. But it's difficult now to separate the cocoa butter from your skin. We can't, it's virtually not possible now. We can't do it. And that's how the anointing is. When God anoints somebody, it means the Holy Ghost has been smeared on the person. So it's difficult to really distinguish between the person and the Holy Ghost. You don't know. That is why God said, touch not my anointed. Don't touch the anointed because you will be touching the Holy Ghost. You see. And this is why when somebody is anointed, you don't really, it's difficult. Some people will think, oh, it's because, it's because he's educated. That is why he's able to do this. Some people say, oh, it's because he's got connections. That's why he's able to. So because he's coming from the UK. That's why it's good. Someone will say, oh, oh no, it's because he's, he's this, he's tall, he's, he's, he's good looking, he's this. You cannot really put your hand on what the reason why, when, when a person is anointed, you, you see, you, you might try to find an excuse as to why you think. Some people, if they don't get anything, they will now accuse you that you are not using magic. Because the anointing, when it comes upon you, it's difficult. Like now, the, the cream I've used, you, you can't come and separate the cream from me. It's on me now. And you maybe, you, you, I'm having the effects on it. You are, it's smelling on me nice. But you can't come and separate me from the, the cream. And it is, it is it, that is what is causing, the anointing is what says, not by might, not by power, by might. Check the, but but my, my spirit. So if you want to do God's work, don't think anything else but the anointing. If you want God to use you, don't think anything else but the, but the anointing. 
That is the most important thing. So, the anointing is what you need. And I've shown you, if a man is anointed, I've given, I've taught you this about the signs. If a man is anointed, you should know. So now that you know that this man is anointed, then your main thing is, how can I catch the anointing? That is why I told you the story about these guys that were around Bishop Salifu. And now, where are they? Those who, those who became the Gehazis, they are dead. And some today, after 20 years or so that he has been in ministry, he's been there for a long time. Today, when you go, none of the original guys that were started with him going to Achimota Forest, none of them is there. Not even one. All the, the new people. And it's the same thing that happened to Elisha and Elijah. There was this servant that was with Elijah. He saw the great miracles that Elijah did. It was close to the anointing, but... What was he doing? He wasn't serious. It was like Esau. You know, he wasn't serious. Very carnal. Very, very carnal. And we only know him as a servant. God bypassed him and went to take somebody that was even not in the church at that time. And went to pick Elisha. And said, anoint him in, 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 in thy room. He's going to now occupy thy room. So, don't just be happy that you're around. You must desire to be anointed. You must be desire to be anointed. I have shown you the different types of the transfer, the anointing. You can have an enhanced anointing. You can have a same, you know, sharing. You'll be doing the same things. You can have an enhanced anointing. It is, it is possible. Unless you don't, you are not serious into doing the work of God. It's not by beauty that we do the work of God. It's not by education. It's the anointing that you so the steps to the anointing is what I'm teaching you now. So the first step was the principle of vessel change. So the anointing is liquid. The container takes the, the liquid takes the shape of the container. So now I've seen I've been saying to you that God has said in His word that in Elijah there are many vessels. So there must be a change. You have to. See, you have to be a certain way to be, you know, even a pastor. Be a pastor. I was giving you an example. That if you want to be a pastor, be a certain way. You have to be somebody that you care for people, genuinely care for people. See, some of you, you are now, you say you want to be a pastor. You want to work, do ministry work. But you are not allowing yourself to be changed. The, the vessel is not being changed. You are still not someone that is interested in people. And you might sit down and say, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I think I, I'm interested. But it's not what you think. It's the circumstances that is God brings into your life to, 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 to test whether you, you, you take on the challenge. So like now, for, for, for all of you here, you have... Um, you have an opportunity to, to lead a house fellowship. So you say you want to be a pastor. The vessel change that must happen is that, okay, naturally, you don't like, you know, you are, you are a very reserved person. You don't, don't want to be around people. But there must be a vessel change so that you must change that nature of, I don't like being around people. I don't want to talk to people. I don't, I'm not comfortable talking to people. I, you must, you must, you, the God is using this house fellowship 
that you are now leading as a circumstance for you to now change your vessel and say, no, let me now, I, I, naturally I am shy, but now this opportunity, let me now use it to change my vessel and actually be interested in their lives, pray for them, care for them, love them, you know, visit them. Then you see that through this opportunity, through this circumstance of life, your, 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 the vessel, your nature will be changed. And then you see gradually you, you, you become a, a vessel that God can say, oh, now this one can become a pastor. The sad truth is that this opportunity that God is giving to you, you are not taking it seriously. So the vessel is still the same. You are there. A pastor must be somebody that is a vessel that you, know, you should be that kind of person that you know, make yourself in that person that is genuinely interested about people, fasting for them, praying for them, caring for them, nurturing for them, counseling them. No. But you are not doing any of these things. All you do now is you get up on Thursday and you just go and go and do, go and stand there. You don't even prepare. You don't read. You don't do anything. So you are around the anointing. The circumstances are also being created for you to have a vessel, for your vessel to change. But in spite of all this, no results. Then you come years down the line, you, you try to blame the pastor, you try to blame God. Is it God's fault? Everything has been provided for you. That is why you are close. And so if the results are not being seen, then you, know, you are the problem. You are not allowing your vessel to be changed. And I was telling you about myself. Naturally, I'm very reserved. It, it, it is very good in a certain sense because when it comes to the, you know, the, the prophetic, the evangelistic, and apostolic side of things, it's good. But when it comes to the pastoral thing, I need to force myself not to be reserved. I have to be out there interacting with people, communicating with people, talking to all sorts of people. Um, you know, whether I feel like it, talking to you or not, I must talk to you. When somebody comes and sit down and says, he wants to see me, even if I don't feel like, I must still talk to the person. So I have to talk to them, reassure them, counsel them. You know, but naturally, that is not my nature. So my vessel has changed. That is why now God has also anointed me in the office of a pastor. You are, and it, it didn't become like this one day. It was a, it's a process. The vessel changed, started, and you know, God gave me certain circumstances and I took advantage of it gradually, gradually. Even before I became an ordained pastor, I was advising married couples. They would come to me for advice. And I would advise them. The church that I was in, they didn't have any system for counseling or anything like that. So that is how, it wasn't like how we have systems where we can, no matters that you can't handle. Because I wasn't married. And they are coming to me for advice. The pastor, the pastor, you see him only on Sunday. And on the Sunday, that is if he decides to come to that branch. He has about four or five other branches. And he just rotates. So you see him on Sunday, and that's it. If it's Sunday, you, you won't get opportunity to talk to him. You finish, he goes. That's it. He's getting paid with salary. So, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't proper, like, genuine pastoral things. So it was the caretaker and the people that caretaker took you know, as leaders that people were now coming to. 
I wasn't married, but people were coming to me for counseling. And I was counseling them from not from any experience, but from the word of God. So it was a gradual process. And I was a very shy person, but it all all those things. And then, you know, by the time, even in school, when I was in school, by the time I was in uh, upper six, you know, I, I became a school prefect. And you know, all those shyness and quietness and whatever. Started how to talk to people, punish people, whip people. Me, if 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 you misbehave, I'll whip you. Because in our time, the six formers, we were we were like teachers. We were we, we had very a lot of power. We were running the school. The teachers hardly come into matters. We we will run the school. And I had my executives and everything. We were running the school. Yeah. So all that was training. So I had to come out of us out of my element. I had to come out outside of my comfort zone. So God was using all those times to prepare me. So the verse changed. So you guys now, being around, this is the opportunity. See, you are again given a chance. If you are like Esau, you just treat it like, oh, it's just house fellowship. Just like and, and the same things that you are doing, you don't prepare, you are not really, you don't even know your, your house fellowship members, you don't know their names. You don't know the, you don't know their problems. You don't know you don't pray for them. You don't you are not concerned. God wants to change that that vessel. That he wants to change you from that person that you are to uh, uh, something that he can fill you with the pastoral anointing. And he's giving you an opportunity to practically work on it. Yet there's no changes. It's still the same, the same, the same, the same ways of doing things, you see. And if you do that you'll be like this guy that was around uh, what you call it? Elijah. Eh? The Bible says that there was a servant and he said, go, go. Elijah sent him. He said, go and he saw great, great things. He was around. Not affected by the anointing. Not even once. So God said, this vessel has not made himself ready. So go now and go and take Elijah and anoint Elisha. So if you are here, you see, you must, you must be desiring, as I told you, you must be desiring to, in your lifetime, to build a church for God. And, you know, as you are, you are under this ministry, desire, you, God can use you. Hmm? But the opportunities, the little opportunities that you are, you don't need to come and stand in front of here, at the whole church here, to you know, for, before you think you're a pastor. No. Your little, little opportunities and circumstances that God is giving, even through house fellowships. Hmm? You are not changing. Most of you are not allowing your vessel, the way your nature is, you are not allowing yourself to, to change. You are not allowing yourself to change. So it's little, little things. You do. Your ability, you have to change yourself. And allow your vessel to be changed. Change your mindset. And I was telling that if, for instance, you want to be a pastor and you, you don't read, you don't read books, how can you become a pastor? It's not possible. It's not possible. See, you, you can't. And you, 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 your vessel is not changed, so the anointing to be a pastor cannot come. You have to change your habits. And these are things that I'm trying to introduce to you guys. For instance, I say read books. I, say, I give you books to read. I say write something about it, present it. 
even sometimes, even like exercise I'm giving you about the restaurant. All these things, you might not know the importance of it, but you see, you just have to do it because it's, it's an opportunity. When you get to understand, then you know that it's not like we are being difficult. No. It's opportunity for vessel change. You are learning things, but you might not know. So those who are taking it on board, see that a time, you see, God will see, and that this, is what, this is where I can come in as a human being. God is the one that is watching to see, have you really changed vessel? Are you now a Coca-Cola bottle that we can put Coke in? Or you are still a whiskey bottle? And you are a whiskey bottle, and you want us to put Coke in it. And that is God's decision. God is the one that can see whether you have genuinely changed into a specific bottle, a specific bottle like a pastoral bottle. Now we can fill you with a pastoral anointing or a prophetic anointing or whatever anointing that it is that you've turned yourself into. So you see that there, there, are, a lot of, there are a lot of people who are around anointings, but their vessel, there's no vessel change. And the work of God, as I told you earlier, you can't do it without the anointing. You can be around the anointed person, but if you yourself don't get the anointing, you can't do what he's doing. And you, can't, you become useless. You, your, your name will not even be known. Your name will not even be known. Like that guy who was following um, Elijah. Your name, will, your name will not even be known. So, you have to really allow yourself. It's the little, little things. Timings. You know, when we tell you, be here at a certain time. When we tell you, okay. Like yesterday, I, I said, I told you, it wasn't yesterday, I told you all, all, all that we're going to be camping. So, be here the night before and come. Yeah, it's just a very simple instruction. But you see, if you are not able to obey some of these things, then you find yourself, you see, you are, you are not yielding. You are not allowing your vessel to change. You are not allow, allowing yourself to change. It is these little, little things that really matter. Being around an anointed person. So vessel change. Allow yourself to be changed. That's the first step. Allow yourself to be changed. Vessel change. And you can desire the anointing you are designed. For instance, you are designing a prophetic anointing, healing anointing. And I was telling you about the healing anointing that, look, this Elisha had a mighty healing anointing, but Gehazi couldn't get it. Because healing anointing, it needs a vessel that is truthful, not covetous. You have to be truthful. It's, it's, it's a mighty anointing that, you know, if you don't take care, you become you corrupt it. You corrupt it. So Gehazi failed the test, was around a man of God, and he ended up with a curse instead of a blessing. Yeah. So vessel change. Those those who refuse to change. And those who refuse, I'm teaching, I'm teaching from a book from the mega church. I'm teaching from that book. And, you know, 
you must read books. As a pastor, you should be reading books. Very important. You know, I was telling you that when you go on your breaks, see, there's no, you know, you're not changing. You, I, I, I hardly see any of you in your spare time reading your books or reading a book. You see, even like when you are going somewhere in your, not just in church. I mean, you should you should always have a book on you that you are reading. When you are going to sit in a trotter, from the time you sit in a trotter to the time to get here, instead of browsing on your phone and looking at stupid things, you, should be, you can read a book. You can read a book. You can't be a pastor if you don't read. It's not possible. You should read books. You should learn how to read books. My, one of my friends, who has, he's built a very big church in Kutri down there. He, did, he didn't really go to school. I think he went to up to class six or something. But he's built a big church. So when I went to visit him, and then I went to his office, and I was surprised. Somebody who didn't go to school, but you should see the books on his decks. He had books that he has been, he has taught himself how to learn and read books with his class six education. He has, he has re-educated himself. He has learned how to... He used to only to preach in tree only. Today, he preaches fluently in English. Fluently in English. He, had, he, he didn't have just books on his desk. He had also he had a diary, a, a, a library of books. I was, I was very impressed. No wonder he's been able to build the church that is. Now, some on... Know, some goat who is not knowledgeable about how people get anointed. He will come one day and look at him and say, me too. I will show you church growth in two years and leave him. Yeah. Not knowing that it is certain things that you have to be doing. Certain things you have to be doing. Yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't really surprised. At it. It's not just Okay, he's handsome. Okay, he can sing. No, no, no. There is something. And you see, he has, he, has, he has taught himself. He has made himself into a vessel that can be a pastor. Yeah, by reading books. By reading books. Reading the Bible. Reading anointed books. You say you want to be a pastor. You, you are just the only cocontain that is what you are eating. And only forwarded messages. Forward it by 12 p.m. and God will bless you. Those are the things that you, you, are, you are reading. And there are some of you, you know, you, you, you don't like reading books because there is no pictures in, in the books. It's childish, it's, you know, you, you, need to, you need to rise up. You, otherwise, you cannot be a pastor. You want to see pictures before the book is interesting. You should read it without pictures. When we give you a book, so it's a very big book. So those who refuse to change and to modify are refusing to be recipients of the anointing. So this is, I'm just showing you, if you are around me and you are not anointed, 
this is the diagnosis. This is what is happening. This is what you are doing. That is why you are not getting any anointing. God will never pour anointing in you if you don't become the right vessel. Different containers, different anointings. It's a reality, yeah. All these people are here. You have never even read, read about them. You, don't, you haven't even bothered to go and do any research to read about them, their life histories. You're just here. You're just, you're just floating and coasting, taking the easy options in life. As I told, what did I say about taking the easy option in life when you're making decisions? What did I say? You have to always take that. If you have an option to take an easy route and a difficult route, take the difficult, take the difficult decision. The difficult. It will help you. All these people, they are are people that God used. Mighty mantle. That's why I taught you about the reintroduction of the mantle. So you can be anointed. My anointing can be your basic anointing, but God can enhance it and give you something that this guy is anointed. Yeah? It's, it's possible. But you haven't bothered. You haven't changed vessel. It's still the same. Same behavior, same behavioral patterns. Same, like I was using Josiah as an example. That when when he was a flowers boy, he used to dress like that strange boy that used to come to church. Very strange, strange dressing. He likes even even when when you are, you are supposed to wear nice jeans like this, he wants to rip it and cut it into different different so that you'll be very naked. Yeah. With some strange haircut. Very, very strange. A strange young man from flowers. But you see, when the vessel changes, you become more like a pastor. No, no, you have to start dressing gentle, like a gentle person. Yeah. Your friends will change. You can't have the same friends. It's all part of the vessel. If you don't allow yourself to be changed in these you know, aspects, you know, you, 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 will, you, you, you will not, God will not fail you. It's not me. You will be around me. I can pour, me, I want you to get, I can pour one gallon on you. You will still not be anointed. Because God that puts the, the Holy Spirit is the anointing, not the oil. The oil is just a symbol. So if the Holy Ghost comes and Say, ah, no, this is still whiskey bottle. I can't be cooked inside him. And he will not anoint you. Even though men will be standing there pouring oil on you. Nothing will happen. So you must change, you see. And you see, so the, the opportunity to even be in this house, to live in this house, and to serve. I told you how Bishop Salifu got anointed. Yeah. He was somebody's servant. 
the, the Ubuntiers, none of them got the anointing. None of them got it. It was him. Yes, I got the anointing. In an, even in, a, in an enhanced way. Yeah. So, your dressing, your, your, everything about you must change. You, you, you can't go and do Rasta, Hester, uh, as a man. And say you want to be a pastor. How many pastors have, have you seen walking about with Rasta hairstyles? Unless in some unique circumstances and also cultural based circumstances. Yeah. Most, most pastors are nicely dressed and just gentle because you have to be a certain way, not to be threatening. You, you don't give people the opportunity for just to just by your appearance, they are going to judge you. And it's the same for the women as well. No. But dressing. Vessel change means change your wardrobe. I've told you we, we don't want fat camel toes appearing and showing. Tight, tight things. Yeah? So your 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 appearance. Beatrice likes watermelon and, 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 and camel toe. Yeah. We don't want to see, we don't, if you are not doing sports, it's not really, if you are not maybe doing sports or you are doing some PE or whatever, then you, you don't have to dress as if you are, you, are, you are doing sports. Two tight, tight things. When you, a pastor, you are standing there and people are looking at you, all they can see is your breast, all they can see is the outline of your vagina, fat, fat and stung like, like a bee has stung it. And you see, the worldly people, they are happy to show these things. To them, it is a status thing. We want to be showing it fat there, and they are happy. But when you are, when you are, when you are, when you are like that, now you say you want God to use you, you want to receive the anointing. You can't receive the anointing if you don't change all those things. It has to change. It has to change. You have to be moderate. The Bible says, be modest. Everything in moderation, even the women, even your hairstyles, everything in moderation. Some of the hairstyles, you know, can be over the top. Oh, yes. Some of the hairstyles can be, can be over the top. This, this girl, I think she herself went to correct her error. This uh, Mrs. was her name? David's wife. Some hairstyle she brought here with some big thing on her head. Or, it's, it's over the top. It's too much. It's too much. It's, it's over the top. So, you, you know, we, we, when you do, you become too cautious of yourself and you are not free. You don't have a free thing. And she, I think she went to correct her error and then she changed it. Yeah. So, modesty. See, vessel change. You want to be anointed. These are things that really matter. It matters. So, like, like you, like let me let me see your hairstyles. It's not it's not over the top. But you know somebody that you know you can when you get really serious. Eh? One day I was praying for a certain lady here, a very very rich lady, very rich. Lady. She 
bought our white chairs for us. Very rich. And one day I was praying for her here. And she just took a week off. And the people were laughing. And he said, Yeah. She was going through a lot, even though she had money. Because money is not everything. Money, big mansion, nice, nice cars, everything. But things were not going the way she wanted. Just took a week of in the front, right here in the presence of everybody that was. So when he prayer, you see, look at somebody like Ida. You see Ida, you see Ida. You see the way she, she she dresses. It's not it's not coincident. It's, it's, they've taught her properly. So I've never seen Ida dressed. In a way where her breast is enhanced, you know, she's got the outline of a vagina and a pubic hair showing. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. You don't see, you don't see, you know, her shape. You, I hardly, she dresses smart and simple. You can see she's a beautiful girl. But I don't see the outline of her panties. Some of the dresses that you wear, it's so, it's so thin, you can see she's wearing tongs or she's wearing grandmother boxer shorts or whatever. Yeah. So if you don't, if you don't change, if you don't allow your vessel to be changed, you cannot be used. God will not fill a filthy bottle the wrong bottle. So you can, you can decide, but now the next step is, I need changes in my life. Changes. Yeah. You want to be a pastor. And you, you, you come and, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock, you are sleeping. You are fast asleep. When you have souls that you must be praying for. When you need to, even if you don't have anything to, to do, to, to specifically just pray in tongues before you sleep. Pray for the souls that are Pray for the church. Pray for. You don't do any of these things. Your habits are still the same. Your habits are still the same. The vessel is not changing. The anointing will not be transferred. Though you are around, you can be around me 20 years. If you don't change your vessel, God will never anoint you. Yes, it's true. It's true. And somebody can be around me. And within two, three months, you can clearly see that something has happened to them and they are catching their anointing. Yeah. You can be, I mean, if I spend time with you like I'm doing now, you should be anointed by the time I'm finished with you. You, you can easily preach, you can easily do anything. But how do you maintain the anointing if it's not in the right container? It's just a matter of time before you are caught up. See? So, allow yourself. Look, change. Change your timings. When you are told to do something at a person, do it. It's very important. Don't behave like anybody else. You are being canal like Esau. When you do that, you are under a father. Your heritage is the anointing that is upon you. You are under a mother. Your heritage is the anointing. 
is your birthright. Don't be Esau who treated his birthright carnally. So don't, don't, don't joke. The little, little things people take for granted are lateness, you know, giving excuses, and all those things. If you don't change, you will be around me and nothing will happen to you. Nothing will happen to you. So the next step also is servanthood. Servanthood. The first step is, is what? Principle of what? Vessel change. The next one is servanthood. So throughout the Bible, we see that it is servants that receive the anointing, not the big shots. Joshua 1.1, it tells you, after Moses died, he said the servant, he said after Moses, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, Moses' minister or Moses' servant. Not any other person in the congregation, or, but it was somebody that was a servant. So to think that you serve, you, you, you can get anointed without serving, you are living in a fool's paradise. Jesus Christ, our Lord, in John 15, verse 15, after the disciples had served him, now he said, I don't call you my servants anymore, now I call you my friends. Because now they are ready to receive the anointing. John 15, 15. So what, that was what I was going to teach you on Sunday. Servants, somebody could say, go to Bethage, go to Bethany, go to this village, go and do this. Errand boys, ushers, bodyguards, you know, all, all sorts of things. They didn't have washing machine in those days, so I'm sure there were people who were washing Jesus' clothes for him, ironing Jesus' clothes for him. Yeah. It's one of the greatest privileges to even be very close to a man of God and to have the opportunity to do these personal things. It's very close. It, it's, it's very special. Very, very special. Not everybody is even given that kind of access. Not everybody. Not everybody is giving that kind of access. So, they got anointed because they were servants. So, servanthood hmm, is important. And the position of a servant is very humbling. You don't have your own mind. You must work for your master. And you, be, you must always, your master is always right. You are like a grown-up child. And you, God won't change the word for you. you. You can't change it. If he did it, all everybody, Moses and Joshua, everybody, Elisha, all of them. And when you're a big shot, you're, you're an old dog. You cannot be taught new tricks. I didn't come to this position by being a big shot. No, no, no. Far from it. Far from it. I've served the church. Every position in the church, 
you, you mentioned it, I've served. From ushering, picking up, cleaning toilets, picking up benches, tidying, arranging chairs, instruments, everything. So, that is what really, that is what the servanthood nature, that is what will really, that is what, you know, really will attract the anointing. You don't get anointed because you go to Bible school. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. There are some people that they, they just, you know, they think that, okay, I want to go to Bible school. But you are not a servant. You have, it's not, it's, not, it's not Bible school that will make you a pastor. It is the servanthood nature. Yeah. It's the servanthood nature. There are some people, you know, recently I was talking to a certain lady. And you want to be a pastor. You want to be a pastor in, in, their, in, in, their, in their church. Not in this church. And the people have made you a pastor for whatever reason. And you are not happy, so you are angry with them. And you are misbehaving. Having grandeur's ideas of their, their self-importance. I was shocked when this person told me that she operates in the five-fold ministry. I was shocked. Five-fold ministry. Do, do you know what you are talking about? You think you think you enter in the fivefold ministry with <laughs> your servanthood? You need to serve. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't serve, eh, you will never become anything. So, what are the signs that you are a servant in a church? Or you are a servant to somebody? One, a servant has a master. So, do you have a master? Who's a master? Somebody that is training you. Somebody that is you know, instructing you. Somebody that you listen to. Somebody that can direct you, correct you, rebuke you. And you don't have a mind to say, I'm angry, I'm not happy, I'm offended, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. If you have a master, your master can never offend you. But if you are equal to your master, that doesn't mean that your that doesn't mean that your, your, your master will not make mistakes or will not make things will not do things that will uh, make you angry or no no no. Of course they will do those things because they are human. But in those circumstances, God will use those circumstances to test: Are you really a servant? Has the vessel changed, or you are still a big shot? Malachi one sin says. A son honoreth his father and a servant his master. A son honoreth his father and a servant his master. So, signs that you are a servant. One, you have a master. Yeah. Have a master. Two, a servant is at the beck and call of his master. You are the beck and call of his master. Matthew 8 verse 9. Matthew 8, verse 9. He says, 
for I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, say, do this, and he doeth it. Yes. Your, your ability to, to, to be used in that way. When, 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 if you say you are under me and you want the anointing that is upon the ministry, you must humble yourself to become a servant of the ministry. Yeah. You, you can be a servant of the ministry and also you can even go to a level where you can be my personal servant. Yeah. As I told you, it's not everybody that even has access to clean wash or even to bring water to me or whatever. Not everybody in the church that some people are in there, they've never you, you don't have the opportunity. You, you don't have the opportunity. So if God has given you that opportunity and it is true that you are a servant then when I tell you do this you should, be, you should do it. That's the sign that you are, you are a servant. You are serving. You want the anointing. So when you are cleaning, when you are washing, you are whatever you are doing, you might, if you do it with the right heart, with the heart of a servant, that is what, God is the one that will check you out, not me. As for me, you can pretend. There are some people, when I'm not in Ghana, they are very different. When I'm not in Ghana, very stubborn, they don't do anything, they are very lazy, but when I'm around, then they are pretending as if they are you know, workers, bee workers, you know, busy bees. Yeah. One time, I traveled. When I came back, my dogs were filled with ticks. Lots, lots of them. And it doesn't matter. If you don't like dogs, I don't care. If you say you are my master, if, you, if I'm your master, you must do what I want you to do, not what you want to do. It's a sign. If you, if, if, if you humble yourself to authority, and it shows that yes. So you do what your master wants. What is important to me should be important to you because a servant hasn't got their own mind. You don't need, you don't have a mind of your own. It's, you are there to please and fulfill somebody else. And it, and it, is in your, it takes humility to do that. So that is when God will now, grace will visit you. If you are not humble, grace cannot visit you. Anointing can come upon. You think that it is always that I'll say, come and stand here and come and preach. No. You will not, if you are lucky, you will get that opportunity. But before then, you will have to go and remove ticks from my dog. Yeah, you have to feed my dogs. You must, you must do it in the time I told you to do it, in the way I have told you to do it. Don't go and cut corners. Yeah. It should be at, it should be at, I should be able to, 
call you. See, there, 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 there were some pastors, not, not in UK, in Ghana here, that after church, I couldn't rely on them. After church. Like there's something that's happened after church. And I say, oh, please, I need you, come. Please, can you go here and go and do this? I can't make it out. I, I, no, 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 you won't get them. It's, in fact, if you call them, it's like you are inconveniencing them. Yeah. So, you're a servant, you cannot be inconvenienced. You cannot be inconvenienced. And you see, these are some of the things that God will be looking and checking out. That is why, if I, if, like, if I, if I, if I say, come, at any time, you, you don't give excuse, you just come. There are some people, there are some people, when I say, I know that if I say 12, 12 midnight, if I say come, they will, they will run and come. And there are others when I say, even for me to go and ask them to come 12 midnight, I should know the answer they will give me. Because they are big shots. They are, they are, they are big shots. I can't, I can't go and ask them. It's too much to ask them to, to come. But there are some people to, I can tell, 3 o'clock, you come here 3 o'clock in the morning, and they'll be here. And you know, these are the things that God will look at and say, ah, okay, I'll anoint this guy. We'll catch that anoint. And God, God, God can also say, ah, you have been very, very faithful. So, perhaps, let's bless this person with a car. He has shown that he does need a car. Because anytime he's, he's wanted, he's there. Yeah. And you see that God can bless them like that. Yeah. So, you should be at the beck and call. A master, a servant is at the beck and call of his master. You know, when you say you are at the beck and call, you know what it means. Yeah. In time. In time. In time, you should be available. There shouldn't be in time you say even like I tell you, Monday is the day of bed. On, on a Monday, I, on a Monday, I say, "Come, you should come." You didn't say, "Oh," but you said that it's Monday is the day for. And today you say, "Make up your mind." Ah, what is all this? And you see, you are not a servant. You cannot. Be, you, you with that attitude, you will never be anointed. And whether you say it with your mouth or you are saying it in your heart, God, yeah, He can see the one in your heart and the one you are saying. So you can't lie. So you will not be anointed, even though you are around. So you should be at the beck and call. That's, that's a sign that you are, you are a, a servant. And that is why God will anoint you. So God will anoint some. You will not anoint some. Because not everybody will humble themselves this way. Yeah. Adno Jones said, he had, a, I don't just, he had an option to go and live in Labadi or somewhere, cheaper rent and whatever. But he said, no, I'll, I will live in Boshe here, even though it's more expensive. Live, so that in time, I need him. He's close to the church. He can come around. Yeah. But there are some of you that you have the opportunity now. You go, least legal, you will be there, number one. You are there. You won't think that, oh, I'm a servant to the church. Yeah, you're a worker, you're a servant to the church. 
then you, you can also become my personal servant. Like, like Moses had 70 elders who were servants to his church. But Joshua was singled out that he was Moses' servant, Moses' minister, doing personal things for Moses. So you are here. I'm sending you to do things. The, the personal things. It's not everybody that will have the opportunity even to sit down and eat food. It's like a family. It's a very personal thing. So you, in the mission house, you are missionary workers, you are more like personal servants. But if you're a personal servant, then your attitude is, I'm unavailable at this time. I am available at this time. I, I can you can you can use me at this time. I can you know then you know, God, God can use and you see I know those things are also part of your change in the vessel change because say you are a pastor, you become a pastor and you're a pharmacist or you are whatever and you are still a pastor. You have an issue in your workplace, you have an issue, a crisis in your church, and yet you've gone to work. Yeah? You still have to find a way to solve the, the, the thing. You still have to still you are you are in a, you are a pharmacist, you you are a branch pastor. There are issues that are going to go on in the church. That despite the fact that you still go to work, you must make yourself available to solve it. Yeah. So this is this is all part of your training on a on a you know on a smaller level. If if you can't pass this test. There's nothing much God can, can use you to do. Three, a servant is someone who executes the commands of another. Four, a servant cannot be inconvenienced by any job or task. You can't say I'm, I'm inconveniencing you if I'm your master. Then I can't even See, and this this attitude that you are, you must have. I'm, this is what I'm teaching you. Eh? You should take, you should apply. It. If you are, if you go to your workplace, apply the same principle. You see how you rise very quickly. You see how you rise very quickly, because bosses notice people whom they can use. Yeah. Oh, we di okoka udi edi manuka obeseno. Fre 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 fre, Mr. Mwakumu. Mr. Mwakumu munye. Oh we Jolof and the demo na the Ebekenswa. Go any time, only had that jail would be Janina Shanza on one or TV who no share. Tima Mawe Mumunya. Yeah. And you might not know, but bosses always notice these things. So what I'm teaching you, not just teaching you Bible things, teaching you practical things. These are some of the things that we, we had our camps on. I think I taught some, something about how to relate to your bosses and something like that. So practical things that Kofi went to use. And, and, and today you can see the effect of it. Yeah. Tell you this. When, you are even, when your boss calls you, I say, Anesi, come. As soon as you hear that, I say, come. 
You stop whatever you are doing and you come. And you come with a notebook and pen ready to write down whatever I'm going to say. Whether it's an important instruction or doesn't seem important, you just have a notebook and pen ready to write. Showing that I'm serious and whatever you are taking, I'm going to say, I'm going to take it, I'm not going to forget it. But people, you tell them, they will go and say, oh, now make us sell, see, 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 see. And they will go and do something else. See, so, so you see, when you have that discipline and like go to a workplace now, you, go, you have been employed and you go to a workplace and you start doing things like that, you stand out and they will, your bosses will notice you. They will notice you very quickly. Yeah. They will notice you. Not even in the, or not only in the workplace, even in your in your homes, so that your parents must see that there's a vessel change happening, practically. So that it's not like me change So these signs of being a servant in your house, in the workplace, in the church, wherever you find yourself, it, it it's very very powerful. When I was in the army, I was doing some of these things, but I didn't do all of them because I didn't have anybody to teach me. The way I'm teaching you, yeah. If somebody had taught me the way I'm teaching you, I would have done much more exploits. So, a servant does not see himself as equal to his master. So, you don't say things like, oh, we are classmates. Oh, we, we, oh. Some people say, oh, after all, saying na yaware. Saying na, yeng na yaware. Oh, yeng na yewo mami, yeng na yewo kas. When you start doing that, you cannot be, you are not a servant. So, and there, a few of my classmates have come here, but they can't receive anything much because if you come here and you see me as your classmate, it's not, it's, what, what can I give you as my classmate? Nothing. If you come and you see me as an anointed person whom you must respect and honor, then it will become beneficial to you. Jesus had that mindset. He was, he was um, equal to God, but he didn't consider himself equal to God. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 6. Like, like even, even today, like today, Kenneth sent me a message that he's coming over you come and see the foolishness that people have done in the back there. Yeah, but he sent me a message and he didn't say, he didn't call me by my name or anything. He said, praise him, Papa. So, you know, although he has every reason, because I'm his younger brother. But if you relate to me just like, well, he's just his younger brother, he cannot receive anything from me. So, although he has a right, he didn't, he hasn't considered himself. 
So that must be, you don't say that, ah, say in answer, 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 if I'm sitting here and I say, Josiah, the keys here, I can pick it myself. But you see, Josiah, come and put it in my hand. You don't sit down and say, ah, I didn't want to move for Ah. Because that means that you are not, we are now equals. That is why you are challenging it. Sometimes some of the tasks that you'll be given, if you are not aware, you are being tested in your heart. When I give you some assignments, you are being tested in your, in, to see what is in your heart if you are not aware. Yeah. Not because I want you to do it, but it's a test. Whether you are passing, you are growing, or you are still the same, it's a test. Not, not, not necessarily that I want a particular result, but I'm testing you. So It might look as if it's absurd. It doesn't make sense to you. But that's not what I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at the principle. Are you trying to equate yourself? You see, there were some people, some pastors or some people who were around me who at a point started doing that nonsense, especially their wives. And doesn't matter what you do, you can never be like mama. And so the privileges that we will get, you can't want to have the same thing. And so when we tell you, when when we tell you to do something, you say, ah, but 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 the wife is there, why can't if mama mama is around and I still say, come and wash the dishes? You say, Oh, but the wife is there, why can't the wife do it? Or I say, oh, Watch this for me or do this for me. It's, it's a privilege. And it's testing whether you think we are equals. Yeah. And God watches all these things. So, you cannot make yourself equal to your master. A servant carries out the wishes of his master. A servant carries out the wishes, the wishes of Titus 2 verse 9. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again, answering back. A servant cannot be embarrassed by his job. You can't be embarrassed. Jesus wasn't embarrassed. He had to humble himself like a servant. Philippians 2.8 Being found as a fashion of a man, he humbled himself, became obedient unto death, even the death on the cross. A servant cannot be embarrassed by his job. You are embarrassed. You are not a servant then. You are embarrassed. So this is what makes you different. If you, if, you, if you are a servant, this is what will make you different. This is what will make you holy. This is what will set you apart from people whom God will not use and people whom God will use. So you can't be embarrassed about anything. 
I've seen people. I, 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 I told you that there was this, this, this gentleman that was around me. And then, like, they were doing work like, like this work. And um, this person said, And you're fine, say, I'm sorry for one of the baby whom he said, Yeah. Yeah, that is your that is your job that you do anyways and then as well what is wrong if your church members should come and see if you ask a pastor when when they, when when they come if my church members come and i'm doing missing work or whatever I am, what is wrong with that is there anything wrong with that yeah but you see some people when you send this oh, oh I'm, I'm embarrassed i can't i can't i can't do this and, and and because they are embarrassed, they won't do it. You, you are never a servant. A servant. You are not embarrassed about anything. After all, you are not doing it in your name. Somebody has sent you. So get on with it and do it. See? And even me as a as a pastor. What God has sent, I'm God's servant. So all these things I'm preaching, I'm also preaching it to myself. If I'm God's servant, am I going to be embarrassed if God sends me? To certain to do certain things. No. Some people are in the UK, they're embarrassed to come and say, if I tell them like, oh, child, when we first started, for instance, tell them, oh, I'm I'm in Ghana now. And I wasn't I'm not living in my own house, I'm living in my brother's house. And it's not like I don't have papers. I've left it and I'm here. Ah, no. We need more diempo. Mbe kwa kusi udai na watini muna wat with my akwe wa sorry wo wa kwat na brother. When God said come, and I didn't, I haven't got any, 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 any. What is happening? Are you sleeping? Yeah, but I came. And they were those who were laughing at me now. Now they are the very people now. They want to come and preach here. And no, none of them will step here. They are watching and monitoring very carefully on Facebook now. Now they want to come and preach here. Yes. Because they were too embarrassed to 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 they want they wanted their own way, you know, big shot. Now now Look, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. I have to put aside all my pride and everything and just come. God said, come, I come. Yeah. With months, I'll be just, no, nothing here, windows, nothing. I'll come, sleep. Even this building, was, it was there. And we started uncompleted. No. It was mosquitoes and other things. I'll be there. No, there were only... Um, there were point where there's no windows. I had to make my own artificial mosquito nets. Even the last, the youth camp that we did some time ago, those of you that slept, you see that some of the windows was not fixed. You had to fix artificial windows, um, nettings. And we, we all stayed there. Very hot, no fun, nothing. Because, because at that time, Joseph was busy doing, so he wasn't, he wasn't, a, wasn't a servant of the church. And the person that was supposed to be doing it was also doing nonsense. 
couldn't be relied on uh, on certain days and certain times. So, no. You, you, You cannot be embarrassed at all. When I say go and wash the bus, whether you are a girl or you're a boy, whether you have breasts or you don't have any breasts, you should be able to wash cars. Yeah, I have girls only in my house. They all wash cars. No. I'm a wash cars and vacuum it and clean it neat, nice, very nice. You'll be surprised. Okay? Beyonce or Ghana. Go and, go, and see what, go and see what they are doing. Go and, go and see what they are doing there. I, I, they will clean it Saturdays. They will wash the car, clean the inside, hoover it nice. If it's not up to my standard, yeah. So now they have learned very quickly and they will do it, they do it well. So whoever will marry them, you will get a, a benefit. Would you? Would you? Why a pedicure and a manicure? Special. When we say, go and wash the car, it is, it is going to offend you. Eh? Who is looking? Now, someone, why a manicure? Now, first, now we have pedicure. They say, wage And now, a beautiful samba. Yeah. It's good. A time will come, you will be doing the pedicure. Because if you serve, you see, the thing is that it's a principle. If you serve, God will also make sure that somebody will also serve. That's how it works. That's how it works. Always. If you don't serve, nobody will serve you. And if you force yourself for people to serve you, you see that you'll be around. People, they will be around you, but they are fake. They will, and you will not know. You will not know. What? When they are, are misbehaving, you don't even know. See, they are like, if you go to some homes now, the, the madam, person never served. When the, the house help can come and say, Oh, I need this and I need that to do, to do the, the cleaning. But you haven't done it before, so you don't know that she's lying. Yeah. If you have done it before, you can easily, hey, my friend, Uboa, you don't need this thing. You can do it with this one. Yeah. So, don't be embarrassed. All of you should learn how to learn how to wash cars. And apart from that, all of you should learn how to drive. And I'm with all of you have to get your license. All of you must drive. That's starting off and you go and learn how to drive by force. Yeah. If and you must save money for your for don't think that I'm going to pay anything for you. I'll pay some for you if I depending on depending on the circumstances and the merits. But save money. You need to save some money. 
That's why you must when cannibal and Franco to Brazilian hair in your account. You know, some of you, some of you, they get, you waste money on foolish things. If who akukwa, you see, then akukwa, who nikunu, and so who brazier no panties are out on matching panties and matching brazier now to nibwoding. Why now could you watch an You need to save the money and use it for useful, acquire useful things and useful skills. So, all of you need to save money. You should be aiming at at least a thousand cities so that you can save some money and go and learn how to drive. If you have that thousand, you remember, I think some time ago you told me somebody gave you thousand cities. You need to go and learn. You need to wait this second. And now, eh? Where do you Akai. Akai. Okay, you need to save and get 300 more. Eh? Who decides can make a question driving? Are going to learn how to drive and make yourself useful. They be out in the driver You are going to learn how to drive. It's a skill. It's a skill you need. It will become very useful to you in the future. Your husband will, will be a great asset if you know how to drive already. When when Mama knew how to drive before we met, so. It's been a, and it's been a great asset. That's one of the reasons why I, I've been able to come here. Because taking the children to school and all that, we, we don't need any taxi. We don't need to depend on anybody. She could do it all by herself. All by herself. Yeah. You can drive. It's a great asset. You are not a burden. Before your emergency, they will not have fun. So I it. Ideas. No, no. You should learn. And the earlier you learn it, the better. now be a certain age. It's going to be very difficult for you to learn how to drive. So you have to make use of that money. Hmm? Going, to, going to learn how to drive. So, and we'll see what we can do. But by the end of this year, all of you should aim at that should be one of the things you should you should do. Should all be driving? I should be able to send you with with with, with not in a truck truck. But you should be able. I should be able to say, go go here and go and collect this with the car. You should be able to do it easily, easily. But if you don't get your license, you will not be able to have that opportunity. So. You will go to driving school. They will teach you their theory. They will teach you their theory and then the practicals. And then it will come with a license. So by the time you are finished, you have a license. And it's a skill. All right. So, servants, servants. We are talking about servants, yeah? 
My servant does menial jobs. Like picking up crumbs and serving food and serving others. John 6 verse 12, he says, When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. That nothing be lost. So a servant does menial jobs. If you are here, you have never polished the floor, never mopped the floor, never cleaned the toilet, you've never polished any of the, of the glasses here, you are not truly a servant. You haven't, you haven't really done any proper menial jobs. As, as, as um, Anoto was saying, is it to the workers or whatever, um, if you go to the Bible school, this is, that's why I believe that the Mampong Bible school is, is the best. Not the academic ones that are around where you just go and write essays and carrying briefcase around until that, that makes you a pastor. No. This one is very practical. Their training is very practical. They are training you to become an, an effective minister. So in, in, apart from the education and the, apart from the books and other things, what they are teaching them is practical. They are some of, you have to be a security person. They give you responsibilities. You have to sweep the floor, sweep certain areas, which is your plot. You have to sweep it. You do um, shifts in toilets, clean toilets, ushering. They, there will be a time they will send them to go and see how to even, they'll, they'll be on a building site and they'll be doing concrete work and other things. Just so that you know what it takes to build a church. Takes what it takes to build a church. Some of you, when when they are doing concrete work, oh, this one is because of your hair. You can't come and you won't come around. And you'll be on your phone doing foolishness. When you can be around, practically being around, helping, fetching water, being around, learning what it takes to build. It's a skill. You might not get this. Once this is finished, that is it. You might not get this opportunity unless you are you are in another branch where they are building. And this is an opportunity for you to really learn what it takes to build. You know, what what does it involve in building something? Yet you have the opportunities. It's too menial for you. So you won't even be involved. You won't come around. You won't participate. Yeah. If you learn it, when it comes to your own, when you are building, you know, you, you'll be very conversant. You know, okay, when we finish this, this is what, even being around the conversations that you hear, you know that, okay, oh, we have to fill this, we have to fill this this way, we have to do it this way. Ask questions. Ask questions. See that you save a lot of money. Many people build, and what, what happens? Because they don't know anything. Because doesn't know. Practically, doesn't know. can say say You don't know. So it's an opportunity for you to learn. Learn. Learn, 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 learn. If you become a pastor of a branch, you have to build your own church. And It's a vast experience that you can learn. We have learned so much from this. 
So our projects that we are going to do, they are not going to be like this. It will be different. Very, very different. Yes. Very, very different. So, don't say it's minia carrying water. I finished, I've done my PhD, so I'm, I'm above carrying water, carrying cement, and doing this. Well, it's fine, it's your prerogative, but notice that you are not a servant if you do that. Don't claim to be a servant. And all this we are saying eh, is to do with the anointing. So, with such a mindset, you will be around and you will never be anointed. The ones that is carrying, you know, the menial jobs, digging, carrying sand, you know, getting stuck in it, you see that they will be anointed. So learn. It's an opportunity to learn. Even if it's not like, even if it wasn't for the church. Man. I think most of you, if not all of you, you would not know what a hoover is and what a hoover does or use a hoover before. Yeah. Have you, have, have you used a hoover before? Do you know what it is? It's the church. Because somebody went to put, when I came, somebody had taken the thing and put it where the, no. and, and, and was there saying it was hoovering, but it was the wrong, they had put the thing in the wrong hole. Yeah. So it is in all these minor things you are learning, there are people in the church, when you go to their homes, they don't know, they don't have microwaves. You know what a microwave is. But to the church, have access to microwave. But you sit down and you think that, oh, you are not learning anything. You don't, it's not important. I mean, there's nothing that is happening. Yeah. Be amazed. If you allow yourself to do minimal jobs, you'll be amazed the opportunities that will open on you. Movers are very, that is what the Western world. Every woman has a hoover. It's, a common, it's like that's our broom. We don't have those kind of brooms. We have their brushes, but everything, you just take a hoover and quickly you hoover it. You don't use brooms per se. Most of the homes are carpets or even if it's tiles, it's hoovers. You hoover it. There are some of them that it does steam cleaning. So once you are hoovering, it is cleaning as well. And you see, when you are doing all these things, eh, some of you, you should, you think that you need to have a master's degree before you can be rich in this world. It's not true. See, all these things that you are learning, eh, if, if, you are, if, if I were you, I'd be looking at, okay, all these skills of cleaning and whatever, can I start a cleaning company? That I will be looking into, looking for tenders in offices and other things that I can you know, apply and tell them, oh, I mean, I'll clean, I'll, and there are offices that cleaners come and clean, offices, hospitals, other things. 
pay the company, make money through skills you've learned even from the church. Laundry, washing. Yeah. If you have ideas, okay, let me have a laundry business on the side. See, and you can do this because you are not the pioneer of the ministry. That is why you can do these things on the side. Because you don't have that burden of pioneering anything. The structures are already in place for you. Yours is to just make sure you do your ministerial, shepherdorial things. Doesn't mean that you can't do business or something on the side. You can. You see, you are waiting. Your your mind is so narrow. You are so narrow-minded. You are waiting for money to come from heaven or to to travel overseas or whatever before you think you've gotten a breakthrough. You don't know what to do with your life. The opportunities are all around you. You just have to open your eyes to see. Can I do this? On a professional level, can I even iron it? Even so there are people who now, as I'm speaking, they don't have any washing machine. They go to people's homes to wash for a living. They wash people's clothes for a living. So you can develop that. Is and I'm this is even the project I've given to you, I'm teaching you, but you don't know what I'm trying to do. So you are choking with it. How to sit down and think, how to turn, you know, an opportunity into a business, a business plan, a business idea, and follow it through to make to make money for the kingdom and for yourself. So many things like that. Look at the flowers. You didn't go and bring any professionals on. See, you don't want to do many other things, so you are not interested to learn how to do all these things. People are in the church, you know, they are teaching, they are learning. Somebody's job, that is it. That's what they do for a living. And you'll be there and thinking that, oh, there's no work, I don't have work, I don't want whatever. Because you've closed your eyes and your mind. If you are a servant, the ideas will come to you properly. You see, when you are a servant and you like you are you are no longer ashamed of being doing menial jobs, you are not embarrassed at the tax you are doing, you don't mind. So even if I should give you something to sell right now, there are some of you that will be too shy to say, No, I can't sell it, I'm too shy. Say, okay, I'm not I won't really tell you, don't sell it in the church. I say, take this. Go out and go and find, go and sell it. Somebody that is not embarrassed by many jobs. And you sell it and bring it. There's a program eh, on um, this apprentice, Alan Sugar does this program. To, to, it's like a competition to pick someone who will become an apprentice. He's a millionaire. And then they'll give a million pounds to do your business ideas. But in the process, they let them do all sorts of things. And they read them out. Right down to the last person. Then he wins. So, and you should see them. They, they are not ashamed. They, they, they even go to a school. 
go and speak to the headmistress. We'll go and stand by the roadside. Make a, and, and, and they are selling. And they are, all this time, the people will be watching them. And they're giving them. This knowing the thing, you didn't do it. This one, your attitude was bad. You were like shy. On, and then they will eliminate you. Today you say, oh, I am too, too beautiful to, to do this. I'm too educated to, to sell ice water. I said, no, I don't. You start by selling ice water, but by the time, three, four years' time, you have a huge business. Huge. Huge business. So you can do it on the side. That is for those of you that are interested in money rather than anointing. So, servant, um, yeah. Now, another thing that you must have as a servant is a servant promotes his master whilst he stays below. So, you do everything to promote the interest and the image of your master whilst you stay below. So, you hear from a good servant, Asamekai, Asamekai, Adiyamukoi, Asamekai. So you don't say things like that. You, 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 even if it's wrong, you're always trying to protect the image and promote your master. John the Baptist did it to Jesus Christ. He said, he must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase, but I must decrease. A servant does not expect thanks or acknowledgement. Don't expect to be I we can't thank you, thank you. I can't thank you until I offended. Oh. Luke 17.10 So likewise, see, when ye are done and have done all the things which are commanded you, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. See your servanthood as a duty you must do. Not Oh, me boil. Oh, no, no, no. And so I saw Damasi. And, and that is where the money, people want money. <coughs> so, you have to, you have to, um, Promote whilst you stay low. He must increase whilst I decrease. Seven doesn't expect thanks. A seven, another point is a seven does what his what his master wants in the way his master wants. And a typical example is Saul. God said, kill everything. He went, had a victory. But he didn't do it in the way God wanted him to do. So he went and he saved some of the animals. And that was the end of him. Fair servant, do what you have asked to do in the way that your master wants it done. You want to wipe it this way? I say, no, go on your knees and wipe it. Do it that way. And then also, this is also true. A servant 
ministers to his master of his substance. Yeah. You might think that it is it should be the other way around. But it is also true that you know, a sign of your servanthood is that you give to your master substance of your substance. Jesus Christ had servants like that. Luke 8 verse 2 and 3. Let's read that one. Yeah, ministered unto him of their substance. So, so somebody will be in a church. So, as I say, so for no mum didn't buy. Umoa, umusi umuni bi. But it's not true. If you are a servant, you must learn how to give to your master. It will make a way for you. Really make a way for you. If you are here, you don't know how to say thank you. You're not even appreciating what are, what you are, what you are being imparted with. Most of the things I'm teaching, your father won't sit down and tell you anything. Your mother won't tell you anything. Won't discuss anything with what, like what I'm teaching. Yet when it's Christmas time, or even a birthday time, or even without, for no reason, for no reason, you just give a gift. Not, not that your gift is going to solve a problem. Not all, it should be a very expensive thing. But within your own means. It's a, it's, it's a sign that you're a servant. These people ministered to Jesus. They were servants of Jesus. And they ministered to him of their substance. Of their substance. So you must learn that. It's a good thing. Don't always think that you have to be receiving, 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 receiving. No, you must also learn how to give to you. Your master. Learn how to give. There. Some people my own puchichi. On there. He said one farmer. Okay, go ahead and open it. I think any But you will never give anything. You have to give. You have to give. Honor that prophet is coming. You should be saving some money to honor properly. Yeah. Don't say, I'm not working. If you are not working, have you not been eating? Have you not been buying credit? Have you not been can save money here and there? Little, little money. Hmm? Listen, that's how. See, I'm, remember the main topic is anointing. So, people who do this and you don't do it. And one of the prophets I've seen, one of the things that even amazes me is that the people you expect to give money, they don't give anything. And the people who you don't expect them, they rather 
you were the honor father. So, and then the last point I want to talk about is a servant who also, you have a reward. There's a reward waiting for you. Because when Jesus became a servant, you, you, you become a servant, it's not, for, it's not life, it's not for life. A time will come, your reward will come. Yeah. So Jesus, when he finished, God highly exalted him. He started as a servant, but God has highly exalted him. Yeah. So.